Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hawkins Hellfire Collective. I'm Zach Grubb. And Evan Grubb. And today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 5, The Flayed. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot to say. Yeah, it seems like whenever we have a big season, like like a big episode 4 of the season, Mm -hmm. the next episode is typically... A it, little slower. Yeah. Goes back I, a little. And I don't want to say it's a letdown episode because no, they, no, they no, no, do no. Intru- we get introduced to, you know, the character that everybody loves of season three. Um and then, you know, stuff does happen, but it's not a big episode. Like four was definitely the big episode. And this is kind of like I feel like this one, and we haven't watched it yet, but I feel like sick, they're kind of like the build up episodes to like the big things happening with the yeah, rest of this like season. Episode four is the episode where everyone, like, like the stakes are set. Yeah. Uh, and then we have to get to the finale. Get, yeah. Like, and that, the, like they start building here. Yeah, the middle episodes are kind of just like the the exposition to the climax point. Yeah. I, I don't remember the context for this, but my very first note is just, oh my groin, Dustin falling. Because <laughs> that, so this episode starts with the... the them in they're in the elevator. Um, our our Russian spy team, yes, is in the elevator, and the elevator is falling. Um, uh, yeah, and I think that's um, I guess I guess after they land or yeah, like I guess <laughs> once it once it lands, he's just like, oh my groin. I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, um, so they're trapped in a Russian elevator. Yes, and I I do not think we're going to learn anything remotely related to season four during Dusty Bun's part of the story this yeah, season. Yeah, I don't think, no, no. Um, Although, interestingly, the new comic ties directly to all of this Russia stuff. I haven't read it yet. I know, you gotta. I it's, agree. It's, it's not bad. Um, no, yeah, I don't think this one, I don't, yeah, I don't think their stuff ties to it. Um it winds up tying back to the goings on with like Hopper and Joyce in the current in this season. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know that there's any real connection except for the fact that you know they kidnap Hopper. Pretty. That's pretty much it. That's yeah. That's yeah. there's no like greater supernatural con- connection or anything like that, which is really pretty much what we're dealing with as a whole is like the supernatural connections to everything to season four yeah and we're really not going to get that here no not with and not really with this episode there's not a whole lot of i feel like it's a lot more build-up stuff they spent they they spent a little too much time on the russian terminator in this episode yeah with yeah so okay well since you just went into that well we don't we'll (laughs) we'll get to it well Well, i have i have you know they hopper and joyce go to this the the last house or whatever that's on the list of places that he, that he got from the mayor in the previous episode. Mm-hmm. So they go to this house. There's light and there's sound in the basement. Um, and the dude that beat him up, which you so lovingly called the Terminator, because they, re- they, they really straight up fill him, fill him. Yeah, like, he's like the every time, every time you get to a scene in this episode with Joyce and Hopper, it is this dude is like. He's it's the Terminator. <laughs> I keep expecting the music to kick in. Yeah. Dun 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 dun. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. Um, 
I do like that when they're when they're duking it out down there, he is absolutely certain that Hopper isn't going to shoot him, and of course and Hopper he, fires a shot. Oh, because he he says he says I wrote down what he's like. Policemen have rules, uh, and and I put not this one, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not this one. <laughs> like, Hop doesn't give he doesn't a care. shit. He does not care. This is when we get you know the Hop that we fell in love with kind of comes back a only momentarily, bit, a little bit <laughs> in this episode. I didn't say the whole time. Just a little bit. Um, but we they take a hostage and this is the cat this is who I was referring to. Um, this is the character that everybody loves of this season. Everyone loves Everyone loves, loves Alexi. Um how could I you mean, not? how could you not? He's 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 fun. He's clearly the breakout star of the season. Yeah. Um but we'll get we'll get to more of him um as we go. What do you, what do you have next? Uh, Nancy knows to talk to Will. Okay, yeah, uh, I have that too. Yeah, think everything's hitting the fan on that side of things, and she immediately thinks, "Oh, I'm going to talk to Will about this because, of course, you should." Right, and also she's I feel like she's a little bit worried that it's happening to him again. Yeah, like that's her first concern, mm-hmm. which like, is nice to see after Nancy's she, been so self centered. Right, this season. like she wants to talk to him because of what she witnessed last, like last season. And she's genuinely concerned for her boyfriend's little brother. Like, he's tied to this thing. Yeah. Maybe it's affecting him again. Um. So, yeah. Smart. Smart on Nancy. Uh, and unless I'm missing anything, we go right back to yeah. Joyce and Hopper and Alexi. Yeah. Joyce is trying to question Alexi. That's all I wrote down. And doesn't. Uh, yeah. And you put that. Yeah. And Hop continues to be a dick to Joyce. Yep. Like, she's actually making some headway with the guy. Like, Alexi doesn't seem to hate the fact that he's talking to her, you know? Like, she's building a rapport with him, even though they can't speak the same language. Right, but she's she's understanding a little bit, and their car's broken down. Right. Um, And Hopper's tinkering away with it, and she's talking to him, and he's like, Tell him to shut up, blah, blah, blah! And Alexi's literally trying to tell him that he needs to stop messing with the car, because it's gonna explode. And what happens? It explodes. Yep. Why don't you listen to people, Hopper? Why do you feel the need to have to be right all the time when nine times out of ten you're wrong? It's it's infuriating. A little bit. I mean, look, that aspect of Hopper's character is definitely there the entire show, but everything is just ramped up to eleven it's, in this yeah, season. Yeah, it's 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 big this season, and it's annoying. Um, okay, so the next thing I have is them finding Eleven trying to find Hopper for the group because they got, you know, they have big fish to fry. Yeah, and they're trying to bring them in on it. And they're trying to bring them in on it. Um, And she just finds him walking through the woods. Yeah, like he's he's hanging out with your mom, right? Like. <laughs> and they're they're wa- they're walking to where did they say to to Seven uh, Eleven, right? They're walking to Seven Eleven, but she they they mention a state. I don't remember what the state oh, is. Right. And she's like, they're walking. I'm just gonna say Illinois. I don't think that it is, but and because that's what they were talking about. And they're like, what? Mm-hmm. But I put. Can't stop the mind flayer because the mind flayer is not in control. I said the same thing. Uh, that's their whole conversation is about like how to stop the mind flayer. And we, we, we talked about it while we were watching the show. It's like you literally can't stop him because mm-hmm. 
he's not the one in charge. He's not behind it. It's what um, you, it's what you, they want. He wants you to believe. It's very funny having the knowledge of season four and watching pieces of this season because they're so thoroughly misunderstanding the actual danger. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, this is this is a threat. This is yeah. something you need to deal with right now, but you know, winning against this thing is not going to end the madness. And right. when you can come at that from a place of, like, I know what happens next, mm-hmm. it makes this much more interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, I have a note about Steve saving everyone in the elevator. Don't remember exactly how he did that. <laughs> I just, well, yeah, I mean, the next thing I have is Dustin tries to get someone in range on his walkie because they've been trapped all night. Uh... Oh, right, because they... Okay, so the guys come out to I'd take see, We the, really don't have much. <laughs> the, 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 the Russian dudes come to the elevator to take their, you know, goods that are stocked up there, and Steve gets everybody above the elevator. He's like, yo, go out the hatch at the top. Right, 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 right. Or wait, is, this isn't when he, like, put... No, this is when he... Isn't this when he puts the the thingy down? Like, the, the elevator door starts to come down. Oh, yeah. And he puts the... Um, the green. I don't think that's what I was referring to, but he does do that too. He gets well, that green vial. Too. Yeah, he has that. That Erica was gonna drink. Yeah, Erica <laughs> was gonna drink it. Um, and he puts it down, and he gets them all out before the elevator, elevator closes. door closes, and then they have this really, really, really long hallway to walk through. Very, very much an Austin Powers hallway. Yeah, I. You just want to see like the. The car that he gets er, stuck er, going, er, er, going yeah. in the opposite direction. Uh, so after that, Nancy becomes useful. Yeah. Uh, her story inter- intersecting really closes the boring chapter of the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, from here on, through the rest of this episode, she's like a big player and it works. Right. Well, because she figures out that there are, there's more than there's more than one person that is being affected by this. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where they come up with, you know, there's more than one flayed. Um, so, yeah, I put, yay, Nancy, welcome back. Yeah. Um, we get more more Russian Terminator after that. Yeah, and well, I, I was just going to say, it's her idea <clears throat> oh. to, you know, to go to, like, she go comes to the up hospital. with the plan. Well, she comes up with the plan to go to Heather's house because... Well, the the the, oh, right. the kids yeah. mention Heather, and her and Jonathan know that Heather's dad worked for the uh, works for the paper, and that he was acting really weird. He was all sweaty, so they're like, "Okay, let's go there." And then from like we'll talk about that more uh, in detail when it comes back. But she, it's her idea to also then go back to the hospital to see. Um, Mrs. Driscoll. Yeah. So like she she kind of gets the ball rolling with the like in depth investigations for um the more interesting part. She of points the, the kids story. in the direction, in the they, direction need they need to be in. Yeah. Right. Uh but then we go back to Russian Terminator. Terminator Russian. Here's the thing. <laughs> I just made a joke earlier about the whole like I keep expecting the da 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 they no, use sound like music. Was in this particular because they, they like they see like there's like a bum bum in there yeah <laughs> um elect they walk into a Seven Eleven Alexi finds it and this is when he there the, the hop is still bitching about Enzo's 
Right. That's why I my I was gonna skip it because I feel like we bitch about Hopper so much right now. It just I um, can't. But I, I put Hopper mm. needs to get his head out of his ass. Yeah. Like he re- there's bigger things at stake right now. Like you literally have kidnapped a Russian scientist, and you're walking him through the woods. You're in a Hawaiian shirt. And the Russian with, Terminator is chasing uh, you being, down. Right, you're being chased by the Russian Terminator, and all you're worried about is the fact that Joyce stood you up for an Enzo's date. Like, I'm sorry, I think you need to get your priorities straight and focus on the task at hand. At least he bought Alexia slushy. He did. He bought Alexia cherry, a cherry Slurpee, and he's just the happiest little Russian because he has his Slurpee. It's true. And then they steal a car. Well, it, okay, let, let's be fair. <laughs> he traded the guy a Slim Jim I was for his car. He stole a car and gave him a Slim Jim, the Todd father. The Todd that's, father. That's what his license plate said. But, like, I don't know. I just, like I said, he, there's other things that are more important than the fact that you were stood up by on a date. You know? Yeah. Especially because you see clearly that there's a reason why you were stood up for this date. You're on an adventure. Right. Things are unraveling now that have to do with why Joyce stood you up. So, like, maybe let's not focus on that and let's focus on, hey, some stinky shit is happening in my town. Again, I'm the chief of police Maybe I should do something about it. I didn't realize I was going to get so heated about this until right now. <laughs> that's that's not why I'm chuckling to myself. Stinky shit <laughs> is going on in my town. <laughs> Something smells stinky. stinky. I smell the smelly, smelly smell. The kind the of smelly that smell smells that smells smelly. Nematodes. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. Um and then we go from there and we're back to our our Hawkins Russian spies. The Dusty Buns the crew. The Dusty Buns crew cuz they found they find out where the code is coming from D- and they're going to find it. Dusty Buns and Harrington. <laughs> Dusty Buns Dusty Buns in the hair. <laughs> and they find out where the code's coming from and I think that's what prompts them to Go down the hallway to yeah. try to find it because I think Robin once again comes in clutch and she she hears the rush the, the she knows code happening and she's well, like oh well, it's here. She also like Erica's making fun of them and she's like you nerds and Steve's like don't let me don't let me in with them I'm not a nerd while wearing a sailor uniform a sailor uniform uh, right whether he wants to be or not Steve's a nerd yeah he is he is Dustin is his best friend come on but also like. He and Dustin actually think something's going on with the upside down. Like he, they, they, they know, or they, they think that the reason the Russians are there is because of the upside down. They have that conversation while they're walking down the hall. Oh, I didn't catch yeah. that or yeah. write anything down about that. Good, um, good, I thought it was interesting because, like, I, I want to say that like Robin kind of notices that they're talking about something or whispering about something. Mm-hmm. But like Steve and Dustin are both on the same page. They're like, yeah, this has something to do with last year. I mean, they're not wrong. No, they're not. You know, yeah, they're they're, they're, they're trying to open their own gate, so it does all tie into the Upside Down. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then from there, 
this is where we said about how I said that Robin, not, whoa, um, Nancy <laughs> um, had the idea to go to Heather's house. Mm-hmm. And when they get there, they find that they have, like, there's chemicals. Yeah, like, the flayed have been eating chemicals. They've been eating chemicals, which makes sense as to why Mrs. Driscoll was eating fertilizer. fertilizer. Yep. And the rats and, were eating fertilizer. Right. Well, and that's what we said because she's like she is directly connected to the rats because of the rat that was in her house. She's not. She's right. Kind she of like wasn't, a branch off. She wasn't flayed the same way that everyone, else, everyone was. else was. She was like that piece of the mind flayer that the rat popped into mm-hmm. took her over. Right. So like she hasn't gone back yet. No. She's not part of the army yet. She's no, taken she's, over, but she right, hasn't. Right, but she weirdly has like a rat mind. She hasn't made the pilgrimage. Yeah, she hasn't. She hasn't met with the, um, the mother gum. <laughs> the mother gum. That's good. Yeah. Um, and then I said creating a new substance. Did they, they talk about that? Don't they? Sort of. Yeah. Um, that that's what they think is happening. And essentially they are, because all them flayed people are eventually gonna pop and make a mind flare. Yeah. And then Will maybe do you have more on what what does Will do? Because I have Will the Wise, per usual, give him more in season five. He wants he wants to let Miss O'Driscoll free so that they can follow her back to follow the mind flare. Follow her back to the mind flare. Okay. Okay. So it's Nancy's idea to go to the hospital and his idea to be like, hey, let's let's get her out. Actually, I think it was all Will's idea. Was Na- it? Nancy's idea to go to the house, mm-hmm. Will's idea to go to the hospital. Okay. Yeah, there you go. That makes sense. Give him more in season five. I feel like we've talked about this before. Multiple times. But I really, like, Will needs more. And I do full, I, I am on, like I've, I've said it before, I'm on the train that, you know, Will kicked everything off. Will's going to have a big, big part in season five. I feel like if he doesn't, it's kind of a disservice to the story and yeah. the fans. Because, like, Will has been the focal point of the entire show. You can you can argue that Elle is the focal point of the entire show, but just as much it's been Will. Yeah. I mean, Elle is, Elle is the main protagonist. Most of the time, but like Will, but Will is def is up there as well. Will is constantly the damsel in distress, even mm-hmm. though he's like when he's on, he's on. He's really helping move things forward, but he's constantly the victim, right? And I need to see Will in a position that is not the not victim. the victim. I don't want to see him as the victim. No, yeah, because this was when. He wasn't the victim in this season, and he was like, well, well he was, like he kind of was though. Because he was he's still feeling the pull of the mind flare. He is still feeling, but he's not directly associated. He's not directly affected. He's, no, but he he with this season, like you know, his friendship issues aside, yeah, he's able to really help the group. Mm-hmm. You know, because of his tie to it still. Exactly. You know, so he's using his powers to help everyone. And we didn't get to see him do diddly squat in season four, except for be a sad background character to Eleven and yeah. Mike. And that wasn't okay. I would really like to see it stepped up. Like take the will from season three that was developing into this like leader and let him lead. Yeah. You know, I agree. Let him do something. I don't know. I just, I think, 
I I think it's necessary. It's a waste of the character if they do if nothing. If they don't if they don't do anything with it. Yeah. You know, and the the drive of the story, everything that happened started because Will was kidnapped and taken into the upside down. Yep. Otherwise, none of this would have occurred. And I still think we're going to get some kind of reveal related to that in season five. Mm-hmm. Like, why was Will taken? Not, I mean, not why was Will taken, but what are the broader, like, what, what effect did Will being taken have on the Upside Down? Right, right, like what we had right. theorized that's, about. But you know what, that's me. I, th- I think that's going to happen. I don't know how realistic that is, because it is, it is just a theory. It is a theory, even but... If, even if I feel like it's a strong one. I, I, it's... Why else would they have made such a big deal in season four of the, the day upside Will down? Went missing. Like, yeah. oh, my guns aren't here. And oh, there should be pages and pages of journal entries. The last journal entry is the day Will disappeared. Mm-hmm. So if why would why make why, a why make big a big deal fuss that? about that if yeah. if it was just gonna be meh, not important. You know, so there is some significance and I think you're right. I think it's gonna have to there's going to be something explained mm-hmm. with the with Will and that. So p- putting putting the Will conversation to rest. Ayo hey, Murray. I was just going to say Murray, what is up? <laughs> <laughs> Murray's back. Yes. Yes. And he speaks Russian to Alexi, calls him out for being a jerk and then turns to Hopper and goes, "Hi Jim." Mhm. Mm-hmm. Peak Murray. So good. He's got a homemade metal detector and shit. Of course he does. He's Murray. And like Copper's like, I want to speed this along. And he's like, you came to me. I will take as long as I will. As I want. You brought a Russian spy into my house. Right. Like, I will do whatever I damn well please. You will shut up and sit down. And then Joyce gives him the business. That, like, Murray's taking no shit, and then Joyce immediately also takes no shit from Murray. Right. She has this, she gives him the business about the magnets, yeah. right? <laughs> she, the, yeah. Great scene. Good. Fantastic chemistry. I understand why they paired them up for season four. Murray's great. I just, Murray's fantastic. He really is. So good. He needs every, he needs more time. I'm looking forward to talking more about uh, the Murray-related scenes from here on out. Yeah. Because I feel like once he's involved... The Russian side of the plot becomes more fun, mm-hmm. um, and it needs to be. It just yeah, although because it's it's a little drawn out and kind of boring. Yeah, it's right now it's dumb. The addition of Murray makes it fun. Yeah, because he he brings he brings some levity that exactly wasn't there before. You know, it's just Hopper complaining about his botched Enzo's date. Yeah, Joy- and- Joyce is on task. Hopper's pissy. Alexi's got a slushy. Right. Nothing else there, is nothing going else on until Murray shows on, up. And then, yeah. Um, but that's not. We don't get to see Murray for long. I think we'll get more of him in the next episode. Yeah. Uh, we go back to Dusty Bun. Yeah, we're back to that. They actually they find the at the you know the long the long hallway that they've walked for the entire episode. They finally get to the end, and it's a Russian lab. This B plot is completely off the rails. But it's like, entertaining. It's entertaining, but it's it's I I was watching it and while I was watching it, I remember watching it for the first time and being like, This is ridiculous. Yeah. This isn't the same that. show. 
Like, come on. I'm enjoying myself. I am absolutely enjoying oh, yeah, myself. yeah, it's a fun time. But this is not Stranger Things. This is silly. Like, they managed to get through this ju- this whole facility without being seen, which, are you kidding me? Okay, fine. Steve beats up a Russian, like a Russian. Uh, he wins a fight. Yeah. Steve wins his first fight Dude, to a it. Russian soldier. Granted, the soldier was just like, you know, he was, their he, comms he was a guy. computer dude. <laughs> but still, he was a Russian soldier. He had to go through some kind of training. <laughs> and Steve kicked his ass. And Dustin's like, dude, you did it. You want to fight. And Steve fixes his hair. I put, I, Steve's hair does look particularly good this season it when does. it's not in the hat. Jesus Christ! <laughs> but they find the they find the machine. Yeah, they're that in, they're using to try to reopen the gate. Yeah, and that's where their story kind of converges with um, some of what else is going on. Because they find what we saw in the beginning. I don't think it all comes together it's until not, they're all in the mall again. No, yeah, not until the end. But this is where we see what we saw in the first episode. You know, the arc reactor machine. Yeah. Um, and they see like the reamped version that's in the mall. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's what they're using so to that, try to reopen the gate. And that was it for them for this episode because the rest of this episode takes place in the hospital. Yeah, the rest of the episode is pretty big. It's intense. Um, yeah. Really fantastic choreography and fight scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a wonder that Jonathan's alive. Yeah. Um, I think my first thought was like, why the hell didn't Nancy take Will with her to see Mrs. Driscoll or Mrs. O'Driscoll? And the answer is because Will would not have survived this situation. So from a writing perspective, it was better to leave him downstairs. Yeah. Um. So they, Nancy and Jonathan, go to Miss Mrs. Driscoll's room, leave everybody else in the waiting room, and. There's like a huge fight between the flayed the there's two flayed people besides Mrs. Driscoll that have like found them in the hospital and it's the boss. Yep. And, and uh, little Busey. Little Busey, the douchebag who also worked at the paper. Um and well, I think before that gets too intense, Elle and Mike get their moment to reconcile. Yeah, I didn't write anything down about that because I didn't care. I did because Will <laughs> is super annoyed while it's happening, and he's like, get away from my man. Oh, <laughs> I didn't take notice to that. <laughs> yeah, I while they were going through their little reconciliation, Will was sitting next to them, and like as Elle comes over to sit and talk to Mike, Will like rolls his eyes and gets up and leaves. Well, I, think part, I also think part of that is like Will's, probably also like dude there's a time and a place like task at hand let's be real this is probably the best opportunity they've got given the circumstances yeah i'm just you know i'm trying to give will the benefit of the doubt and of not being like you know whiny unrequited love dude and he's allowed to be he is allowed to be but i also feel like will has his priorities straight right now probably right now and I mean, because he's really the only one that takes notice when the lights start flickering, when the when the fight starts to happen between Nancy and Jonathan and um, the guys from the newspaper, the flayed, the the lights start to flicker. And Will is literally the only one in the waiting room that's like, well, this isn't good. Something's happening. Because Lucas and Max are in their own little, like, couple bubble, and Mike and Elle are in their little couple bubble, and Will's like... There's big things happening and no one's paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
So they each face off against one of the Flay. Jonathan yeah. holds his own for a few seconds. He's finally willing to fight, and he does pretty well until he starts getting hit by chairs and thrown around like he's in an yeah, MMA like fight. Yeah, like he's a freaking ragdoll. Yeah. Just tossing him around the I, room. I can't believe that at the end of this episode, like he, Mike, he, like, that, that Jonathan can use his legs. Right, like, like that he's able to get up and walk away. Like the, the, the back injuries... You know, I, like the saying. spinal like, cord how, damage. How did he not break his spine? Right. Because the one, the first hit with the chair is like, he goes down. And he goes down hard. It's like, he really like, does. If it wasn't for the fact that, like, you know, like, I would have been concerned that this was the end of Jonathan. Well, I like, think they, we were. They cut. The first time After he this. goes down, they cut to Nancy trying to get away. And it's like. Is is Jonathan gonna get up from this? Yeah, like is he gonna because be okay? That's that's damaging. <laughs> that would kill a guy. Yeah, easily. Yeah. So uh. Jonathan is actually actually ends up being saved by Nancy because yep. the flayed kind of like feel each other's pain, mm-hmm. but they have to be killed individually. Like if you kill one, it doesn't kill the other, but they do like react when one of them is hit. Yeah, they want they wind up with like the same injuries. Yeah. Like doesn't Nancy Nancy's like stabs the him, doesn't he? And and then the and Lil Busey winds up with like the same wounds. Well, or no, versa. she's facing off against Lil Busey. Uh oh. I thought yeah. no, I thought it was the other way around. I thought No, he... the newspaper editor is fighting Jonathan. Oh, okay. Because Lil Busey got to do his whole Nancy Drew creepy shit that he was doing. Gotcha. Big teeth. Yeah. <laughs> um Nish, she stabs him, and the editor, like, he doesn't get stabbed, but, like, he, he like, reacts, reacts like he got stabbed. It. Right. And, like, you can see he's feeling it, mm-hmm. and then Jonathan takes advantage of that. Right, that 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 gives him an opportunity to kind of, you know, regain his composure, composure and and get a few uh, hits in. And then when they, they do eventually die... They melt. Yeah, they don't pop like the rats. They melt. No, they melt and go in, and they wind up. They melt and melt together, and they become this like mini, mini mind, the mini flare, the mini mind flare form. Which is very funny to me, not because that's what happens. I mean, I get it. Like science fiction wise, yes, absolutely, that's what would happen. Mm-hmm. But then Nancy and Jonathan are just like, let's follow these blobs, right, and see what they do. Not let's get the out of here let's right. see what happens guys come on like how many years have you been dealing with this right you've literally been dealing with this for this is season three this has been happening since 1983 it is now the summer of 1985 this has been two years rug going and you you're still gonna follow some strange things huh? you're gonna follow follow, follow some stranger things, things. But, like, yeah, it's very funny to me that that's their decision is let's follow these piles of goo and see what happens. And see where, where this takes us. Instead of being like, okay, let's go get the kids. <laughs> it's, yeah. Right. Episode I, ends on this. Well, I also <laughs> put in a note that it's it, normally when Will has, is peaked to mm-hmm. something, they, they show him, like, touching. They didn't do that this time. And I just wrote that down just because I wanted to 
touch base with you on it. Like, I wrote it down too, actually. They didn't show Will's Tingleys. Um, right. And I don't know if that was just because, you know, they had a fight scene to might do. Be, he might be too far away. Or, or not, but he knew something was up because of the flickering lights. I mean, everybody, everybody could have noticed the flickering lights That's and true. thought like, hey, this is what happens when the upside down is involved. But he's right. just the only one who took notice because he was the only one paying attention. Yeah. Um, We haven't watched the next episode yet. Maybe no. it starts with him, you know. Oh, I got Knowing my something sense. is up. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, not much relating back to future seasons in this episode. Mm-hmm. Not um, really. Second half of the episode slaps. Mm-hmm. The first half is kind of slow and yep. really leans into the Russian Terminator. And I just don't care. Um, That's it. It's like you had mentioned. You mentioned stakes. With like the fir- the with episode four, how yeah. it like really raised. I'm not connected to the Joyce Hopper situation right now because the stakes don't seem that high. No, you like, know, like the stakes aren't high, so I'm just kind of like, this is fine. And you could argue it's like, oh, Joyce and Hopper's lives are in danger. They're not going to kill Winona Ryder, right? They're not going to kill Hopper. They pretend to. They at the end of the season, And we all knew we all he knew was he wasn't back. gonna be like, like these characters. Nothing's going to happen to them, right? I know this. Like you're not going to kill off these characters. I can't suspend my disbelief that far, right? The Duffer Brothers don't kill off main characters. They they kill off characters that they bring in and make you love for a season. They kill off those characters. I'm going to pretend you're talking about Alexi. I am talking about Alexi right now. No, you're not. Yes, I am. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. I I was actually talking about Alexi because they, they like they did it with Bob, and they did it with him. Like this is this is the second time that they have have done it. I'm not even talking season four right now, but that's what they do. You're right. You're They're absolutely like right. they they are, and it's actually really funny. Because Millie Bobby Brown in an interview after season four or came out or whatever, she was like, yeah, they're, they're, they're scared to kill off, like, main cast members. Like, and are we asking you to be, you know, like, Game of Thrones and kill off everyone all the time? No. That's excessive. I don't need that. No. Um, but make the and you don't have to kill off main characters i'm not asking you to do that either but make the stakes higher for like if you really want people to be invested in all of the stories that you have happening in your episodes phrase the stakes that's all i'm saying right and like i i can feel concerned about the dusty bun crew because mm-hmm. they're in a russian facility like they're on their own, and they're kids, I, yeah, and they're kids. I know nothing. I know nothing's going to happen to Steve. I know nothing's going to happen to Dustin. But I mean, they have higher stakes than. Right. Am I concerned about Hopper getting shot in the leg? No. Would I be concerned if they shot Dustin in the leg? Yeah. I know he's going to survive, but that would be shocking and that would be scary. And I feel that for those characters because they're in that situation. Right. When when the people running away from the Russian Terminator are Hopper and Joyce, I'm not worried. No. No. And if they're only running away from one person. Right, but he's the Terminator. Right. But, like, because you had <laughs> mentioned, you know, you mentioned our the Dusty Bun crew. Like, there are multiple armed Russian soldiers where they are. Right. It is significantly more scary for them than it is for Joyce and Hopper, who have a 
huge lead in front of Russian Terminator, who only has one gun, and it's only one person. Right, and, like, they're building him up like this this big bad for the season. Like, it's just one dude. It's just one guy. I don't care how much knockoff Terminator music you make and how similar his haircut is to Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I. It's just a guy. It's just a guy. <laughs> right, it's just a guy. <clears throat> and, you know, and they can outrun him. They already did. Yeah. You know, this is, you're talking about four kids trying, you know, trying to outrun multiple Russian soldiers. Right. That's a lot scarier. And then don't, you know, obviously the stuff with the mind flayer is like 10 times raised stakes Absolutely. than everything else that's going on. And and they super played with killing Jonathan in this episode because yeah. it looked like he was dead. Yeah. Yeah. And that and like I've said before, he's a character where if they decided to kill him off, I wouldn't be like super I wouldn't shocked, be surprised. I would be sad. But I could see it happening. Like, I would be very sad, but it's plausible. I do think we're going to see more character death of long-term characters in the final season. I do as well. Just because there's nothing to be afraid of at that point. Right. It's the final season. I feel like death is going to happen. Yeah. It's gonna. It is gonna happen. Um, I, I, I have feelings on who is 100% safe, but... We've talked before about the people we think are going to go. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we'll we'll reconnect on that at some point down the line, maybe while we're watching season four. Pro- yeah. I I mean, because when we're watching season four, we don't really have any connections to make. It's just a rewatch. So I guess when we watch season four, it'll be... More analysis. Analysis and theories for... For season five. Season yeah. five. One thing I know for sure, I'm absolutely certain in my heart, Argyle is safe. Argyle better be safe. <laughs> I won't be able to handle it if he's not. <laughs> so I think that's all we have to say about this episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, not much, not much else to note. Nah, we 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 got our we got our jollies here. We talked through the stuff that was really bugging us, or the things that really actually shocked us about this episode, which is mostly in the last ten minutes or so. Yeah. Um, just an absolutely fantastic scene, all, 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 t- all what, told. The fight? The fight. The yeah. The fight was fan- is really, really good. It was. And like you said, really good choreography. Like, as somebody who has done, like, stage combat, it was really, that's really cool yeah. to watch. Yes, I, I, I know how to do hand-to-hand stage combat and broadsword fighting. Yes. <laughs> I went to school for theater. 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 <laughs> So, signing off from the Hawkins Hellfire Collective, I'm Zach Grubb. And I'm Devin Grubb. Dusty Buns gets it done.